Hi there. I'm Eric Wordweaver-Shervin, Gothi of the Ridgar Folk here in East Texas, and I'd like to welcome you to The Raven's Call. This is a show where I ramble on about different heathen-related subjects, just kind of whatever strikes my fancy or sets my mind on fire at the time. Uh, big UPG warning at the beginning of this show. This show represents my views and how I go about heathenry. Uh, it does not necessarily represent the views even of my own tribe, uh, let alone the culture of greater heathenry in uh, the modern day. I am a modern heathen. I'm not a historical heathen per se. I do have a lot of historical recon kind of elements that I bring into my heathenry, but I'm very much an organic approach to heathenry in the modern setting kind of guy. I try to find the heathenry of now as fueled by the heathenry of before, um, but very much about grassroots heathenry and individual tribal identity, which my other videos will clue you in on. So, bit of housekeeping before we start. Uh, if you like what you see, please ding the bell, subscribe, all of that stuff down below. Um, hit comments. The more you interact with the videos, the more like them you will see, the more of my videos you will see, and the more people will see my videos. So YouTube algorithms, yay. Anyway, please uh, mess with all that stuff down below. You guys know what it is. My contact information is down below. Facebook group is where I do most of my interactions. The uh, emails there, I try to get back to those as best I can. And then uh, there's also a mailing address if you guys wanted to send in like fan art or something like that. I don't know, it's all down there. You guys can check it out if you're interested. If not, okay, never mind. So anyway, on with today's episode. Today we're going to talk about tribalism. Now, this um, specifically I'm talking about the term tribalism because tribalism is a weighted term today. And it's it's really unfortunate that it has become so because there's not really a reason for it to become so except for um, influences of more extremist viewpoints within heathenry. Now heathenry, like any other culture, religion, folkway, whatever, is going to have its crazies. You're going to have individuals on the extreme right and the extreme left. It's not one or the other, it's both. You've got extremists on both sides that make it difficult for those that just want to get by in the middle to even use regular terminology to describe what they do for fear of being identified with either of those extremes. Now I've noticed over the years that tr the term tribalism has gotten some attachment from some of the more extremist right side of things, uh, some of more of the racially charged elements, um, and to a certain extent the extreme left has played with that label and plastered that label on certain elements of the extreme right, and so the two arguing about the term has caused there to be some kind of association with racial ideology when it comes to tribalism. So I felt like I use the term enough that maybe it's time we actually set the record straight on how I view tribalism and uh, where I stand on this particular discussion. Okay, Now this is going to be a deviation from some of the more heavy stuff that we usually discuss and a little more of the weird, the weird socio-political elements of things because simply I don't get it. All right, Now look, you guys know. I do not support racism in any way, shape, form, or fashion, all right? I do not support racially-based heathenry. I do not support the idea you have to be of Northern European descent to be a heathen. I don't care. You can venerate your ancestors regardless of where they come from. If it's Africa, Asia, Australia, I don't care. 
where your ancestors come from. As long as you're good to them and you honor the gods, fate's here in your local community, you're a heathen in my eyes, okay? And by the gods, I specifically mean our gods. And by our gods, I mean like the Aesir, specifically. Aesir <laughs> Vanir kind of uh, deal. Northern, they are the Northern Germanic, Northern European gods, uh, as by the historical cultures that seemed most heavily to worship them. But to me, they're just the gods. And the gods created the world. And it's not up to me who worships them. So, tribalism has nothing to do with race for me. All right, I am not trying to track back to specific heathen tribes from history or specific tribal regions that are attested in uh, any of the contemporary sources, some of the Roman sources, things like that. I don't care, all right? I know that there are enumerated tribes listed within some of the lore, and I have had people try to throw that up in my face that these are the chosen ones. You've got to be kidding me, right? Why would the gods turn away any followers that would lend them might, strength, and keep their names alive and feed back into the gift exchange simply because they didn't belong to this particular club? Not doesn't jive in my mind. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, that being said, uh, when I say tribe, I'm not referring to those, okay? I'm referring to modern tribes. I am referring to groups of people oriented around kind of, not necessarily even, there is a central leadership, there's a central social structure uh, supported through the social contract uh, as agreed upon by that particular social structure, that social group construct. And that group of people forms a tribe. Now, sociologists recognize tribal structures throughout history. Uh, we even have adopted the term to look at tribes within modern like work settings and things like that. I mean, you can look at, there are TED Talks out there about tribes in the workplace and how to build and support those and where they, they help and where they hinder, that kind of thing. Um, it varies on different approaches because some people are very anti-tribalism because they feel like everyone should be globalized into one globalized community. Uh, I'm very much against the idea of globalized community because I think it eschews actual culture and uh, it, the melting pot boils everybody down and steals identity. Um, I'm not a big fan of that. I'm more like the... I, I like a mix of like finger paints going on. Uh, not the brown muddy mess where all the colors have mixed into one and have just become bit, but rather uh, the wild slashes of color like an oil painting would be where you've got yellows over reds over greens and whatnot and it's this wild Jackson Pollock kind of thing going on you know um, that's what I like to see mixtures of cultures all around interacting and finding some kind of balance between each other but still being themselves being true to themselves and that's kind of what I'm embracing with tribalism in that respect is the idea that we build these communities and it's very community based now, I see tribe as being a grouping of clans around a centralized kind of structure, some kind of leadership, um, towards a similar purpose, you know, towards whether that purpose be the worship of the gods, uh, the practice of heathenry in its religious elements, the uh, participation in festivals, or, you know, keeping the holy tides, 
whatever it may be, uh, that's what these tribes tend to build up around. And then it's a community. That's what I'm about. It's community. It's community-based heathenry. And that's, uh, there's a hashtag for you, community-based heathenry. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> I will never remember to go back and put that in. Uh, and then I may be laughing at myself when I'm doing the edits going, yeah, you remember, you goober. Anyway, tribalism to me has nothing to do with the color of your skin. It has nothing to do with where you're from, uh, like your ancestors. I don't care where your ancestors were from 3,000 years ago. It doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is the culture that you live in today and maybe the culture like three or four generations back. Because that's really, I mean, when you boil down to the generations that have influence, going back beyond about five generations, the significant influence on an individual is fairly minimal. Um, you are most impacted by about five, three to five generations back. Uh, it varies depending on the family and the the structure of the family and the closeness, etc., etc., etc. Mostly because beyond that point, you don't even know names unless you're doing the gene genealogy or you've heard stories, which is the goal. We want to keep those things alive. So anyway. The hearth itself is the, the family unit, whatever your family unit may be. It may be a single individual in your hearth. It may be a couple. It may be a polyamorous relationship. It may be uh, parents and kids kind of thing. It may be a blended family. I don't know. Uh, whatever your hearth, your household is, your roof tree, that is where you start. And then from there, your clan would be the family, the extended family tied to those individuals within the hearth. So, and even then, a hearth is usually a like in within my hearth there's me and my wife and there's my clan the Shervin clan and then her clan uh, and then when we mesh together uh, we have formed those two streams into one river and that is us now uh, all kind of brought together under our our roof tree in our hearth and uh, so there's clan that builds from that and then the clans are united into tribe they build up into a community that eventually becomes a tribe and tribes need leadership, tribes need people and within the community to support one another, uh, to take on roles within the community to help support one another. And that seems to be the thing. You know, it's different than just necessarily uh, the loose concept of community that we may have today. Like you may live in a little gated community uh, in town if you happen to be one of the urban heathens that does such. Um, but it's very unlikely that your little gated community could really be called a tribe because there's a level of unification and a level of familiness, you know, and it's frith bond is what it is. Um, it boils down to frith bond. The idea is that it's a community that's bound by frith bond and has that sense of obligation, that has that identity about it, and you're all bound together through that obligation, through that mutual obligation and you build this identity of a tribe. And so that's where I'm going when I say tribalism. It means that I base my heathen social structure around a tribal structure. I see leadership, clans, families bound together by frith and all working towards surviving, worshiping the gods, etc., etc., etc. So I do not in any way, shape, form, or fashion play in racial ideology and any of that. 
Um, and I'm just calling it out because if you're gonna, if you see somebody who has an issue with tribalism online, and they jump on and they say, you know, if, if you're gonna get blowback for the term tribalism or you know tribal heathenry, it's because somebody associates that with a racist heathenry or a racially charged ideology within heathenry. And I'm gonna tell you right now, that's not how I approach it. That is not how I use the term. Um, I use the term tribal heathenry because. My heathenry is based on tribal structure, and there is no better term to describe what I do. What they do, not tribal. It is not tribal. There is no tribe at play there. It is racist heathenry. It is racial heathenry. That is what's going on there when it's getting into that spectrum. And it's not just the extreme right that does this, all right? The extreme right will you know, get around with all of these racially charged ideologies, but most of the time, they don't see themselves as racist. They don't realize that they're racist. It's the extreme left that blasts them out all over the internet as being this, whether they are or not. Um, just because they're of a label that generally is mostly like 98% racist doesn't necessarily mean that individual is. It simply means that they are participating in a culture that is largely based on it. Um, so sometimes it's erroneous to put these people on blast because they may be that one egg out of it that's like, mm, yeah, but they're not. And they don't really brook any of the behaviors that lead towards that. As a matter of fact, they're a good influence on their tribe. Um, but by putting them on blast, you have kind of hindered a lot of that. So anyway, um, the right and left play off of each other in this respect. And so the term tribal begins to be a heated kind of hot button term. And I hate that because there's nothing hot button about it. There's nothing uh, about it that, that to me is an issue. Um, it's always, in my experience, the extremist viewpoints that influence whether people are willing to accept a term. Like for instance, when I did the whole extreme views of Innengarth and Utengarth, there is an entire, like, I, I've run into a lot of people who hate the terms Innengarth and Utengarth and don't use them at all. Um, as a matter of fact, they see them as detrimental. I don't understand that because that's just kind of how I see the world. So I'm not certain why they have an issue with the inner yard, outer yard thing, other than the fact that they have, they see it as that um, they're shooting more for the globalized, less structured, um, rebelling against um, the idea of religion and structure within culture, uh, more globalized, new world kind of deal, all one people, who needs walls kind of thing. I'm like, it's not that. It's a naturally occurring, and it just happens. You People band together in small groups. Even within, you can stick 200 people in a room together and you're going to end up with two dozen different groups of smaller people. You know, five to six people to a group or something like that and you have a ton of them. Or, you know, it just depends, you know. Um, even if they go to like, anyway. The gist is people are going to break up into groups. Natural leaders are going to arise. People are going to fall into certain social roles that, to which we are accustomed, and they're going to rock along with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's natural. That's part of who we are. Tribalism is simply the growth of that. The group that bands together, that naturally forms, that grows up around one another, um, has a shared culture, is bound together by frith. All of this kind of organically grows up on its own, and then boom, tribe. So that's why I use the term tribal for my heathenry is because that's what it's based on. That's the essence of my heathenry and why I go about what I do, okay? Um, 
I don't necessarily use other terms uh, that I do see as being predominantly racially charged. Uh, there are terms that uh, are difficult to use in today's society because of the perception of uh, ties to racial ideology and racism in general. Um, and then stuff that mostly applies online and within these weird little communities that grow up around these, uh, these racially charged terms. Um, yeah, it's, it's a thing. And it's silly. Um, I don't understand why anybody even goes that route. There's no room for racially charged anything within heathenry. It's so... You're not even looking in the right direction, let alone actually engaging in any real kind of heathenry. I mean, if that's a factor in what you're doing, you know, whether or not you're white or Northern European by blood, you don't get it. And so that's that's... A thing for me I don't I don't I don't get why that can even be a thing in the modern society I thought it wasn't a thing back then I don't understand why it's a thing now but whatever um, yeah so uh, if you can't tell the racist thing is really annoying in certain circles and uh, certain areas of the world and the US it's a bigger problem than others um, and it's multiple sides coming at it that actually make it difficult. Uh, it's not just one side. It's actually the extremes on both sides that make it very, very difficult to even have a conversation about it. Because if you don't phrase things 100% correctly, you are either going to be lambasted by the extreme left or the extreme right. Because they're going to assume you belong to whichever one they hate. So keep that in mind and, you know, understand when I'm going through this. If it seems like I'm being cagey about the terms that I'm using or what I'm saying, it's simply that I'm walking that line and I'm keenly aware that uh, at any given point in time, you can fall off the hill and be, it's a thing. So, eh, there's no place for racism. There's no place for racial ideology within heathenry. Uh, therefore, when I use the term tribal, away with all that. <laughs> I'm not listening to you. I'm not listening to any attestations that tribalism is tied to racism because it's not. That's not the way we go about things within my tribe and my community nor the people with whom I interact. So I only call attention to this because I have seen it pop up some online lately. I have seen other YouTubers uh, mention or toe into certain areas uh, where the term tribalism comes up and uh, have to dance around a little bit or either are just not aware of the fact that it is a thing in certain areas and it's not everywhere there are other places there there are places within the u.s where people are like i've never heard any kind of association between tribalism and racial ideology there's other people there's other places that are like that is such a racist term i can't believe he's using it um it's not it's not it's absolutely not um it is no more Anyway, it is not racially based. It is tribally based, ergo tribalism. That's the crux of things, all right? So anyway, this is gonna end up being, I think, a little bit shorter video. It's not as long this go around simply because I don't, at this point, I'm just gonna ramble on saying the same thing over and over again. And there's no point in the echo chamber on that. You guys get it. I'm anti-racism. I'm anti-racial ideology when it comes to heathenry. I'm very pro-tribal uh, structure and tribal identity. 
and I got no problem with that, you know. Um, people exercise tribalism today all over the place. If you look at football teams uh, and your, I, come on guys, football in the U.S., I mean U.S. football, not, not what Americans would call uh, soccer in other countries, which is the football, they actually use their foot with the ball. It makes more sense, but whatever. Um, with an American football or European football, whatever you want to call it, either form of football, Look at the rabid fandoms that build up around these specific teams. I don't care whether they're kicking the ball or they're throwing the ball. Um, you get some absolute rabid fandoms and they form together in pseudo-tribes. Um, extended culture around the centralized tribe, which would be the team, you know. Um, and then the outward tribes that build from it. Look at uh, a company in and of itself can have kind of a tribal identity to it. Tribalism is something that exists within the human mind. It's a natural occurrence within humans. We do this. Uh, it's, it's simply a thing. I mean, every time the Olympics roll around, tribal identity spurs up and people band together and uh, you know, they'll start screaming, you know, USA, USA, or whatever nation you come from, cheering for your people out there. Even though you have no ties to them, all of a sudden you're tribal as heck with these people because they represent where you're from. <laughs> you know, it's just as simple as that, that sense of identity and similarity in that. Um, tribalism is a thing. Is it always a good thing? No. Uh, there are times where it is taken to extremes. There are times where it is misapplied and there are times where the term tribe is applied where it doesn't really apply. A lot of times that's the case. And uh, it's used as a hot button term within modern sociology to look at the division between people. And there's a certain kind of approach that's heavily pushed with that as far as this whole globalization uh, global community ideology and uh, again like I said before I'm not a fan of global community ideology um, not not down with the whole one world culture kind of thing um, I think individual cultures are important for the world in general to function for people to have a sense of self and a sense of identity a sense of belonging um, they need to be free to express that and tribal identity is a way of expressing that so anyway <clears throat> I'm rambling again, like I said, um, we're going to let this go. But uh, thank you guys for this. I hope that this made some semblance of sense and that by the time I edit it down, it's not like five minutes long because it's already a short runtime and I know I've got some edits to make. So I know this is going to be a shorter video. I apologize for that. I'll try and make the next one longer. But I felt like I needed to set the record straight on some terminology. Um, and there's still some other terminology that falls into the what I would consider racially charged areas that I'm not necessarily ready to toe into on the channel, uh, simply because that will start a wildfire, and I'm not really looking forward to that. So we're not gonna go there. <laughs> not yet, anyway. Um, we're gonna focus on actual heathenry, which is the entire point of the channel. Actual heathenry, uh, not this racial crap. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, when I use tribe, that's what I mean. When I'm talking about tribalism and tribal heathenry, that's what I mean. I don't mean this racial crap. So anyway, thank you guys. I appreciate you putting up with this weird little ramble. And we'll be back next week with something a little bit more on topic, I think. So hail to you all. Thank you. And may your hearth fires burn bright. <laughs>